When science fiction and fantasy novelist N.K. Jemisin heard the audiobook of one of her novels, she was impressed by the sound and talents of the narrator, Robin Miles. Many readers have strong, positive responses to Jemisin's novels, and Jemisin had a strong, positive response to Miles' reading. Jemisin asked her publisher to employ Miles as the voice actor for as many of her books as possible. You're listening to Remarkable Receptions, a podcast about popular and critical responses to African-American novels and more. N.K. Jemisin was one of the countless listeners who became captivated by the sound of Robin Miles' reading. You see, Miles has what some people refer to as a golden voice. That means she projects a sonorous and appealing sound when she speaks. People hear Miles reading a particular novel or biography, and they end up wanting to hear her read more. Over years of training and experience, Miles has sharpened her craft and become a widely respected audiobook narrator. More than just the sound of her voice, Miles possesses and demonstrates expansive range as a reader-performer. She wondered what he would say if she refused to help. She didn't like having anything to do with his projects when she could help it. They always involved children, always had to do with his breeding programs. For all but the first few centuries of his 4,000-year life, he had been struggling... That's Miles reading Octavia Butler's Mind of My Mind. And for a moment, Padmini cries harder. Can't help it. I'm okay, she blurts, taking a tissue from the packet that the young man waves at her. I'm sorry. It's just hard sometimes. This damn city. There are nods around her. Fuck this city, says the old lady. That's how you gotta be to live here, sweetie. Fuck it right in the ass. There are more nods at this bit of nonsense, and a few enthusiastic yes of agreement from people who are watching. It's enough to pull a laugh. That's Miles reading N.K. Jemison's The World We Make. There are guavas to steal in Budapest. And right now, I'd rather die for guavas. We didn't eat this morning, and my stomach feels like somebody just took a shovel and dug everything out. Getting out of paradise is not so hard, since the mothers are busy with hair and talk, which is the only thing they ever do. They just glance at us when we file past the shacks and then look away. We don't have to worry about That's Miles reading No Violet Bulawayo's We Need New Names. Among the most famous women to have lived, Cleopatra VII ruled Egypt for 22 years. She lost a kingdom once, regained it, nearly lost it again, amassed an empire, lost it all. A goddess as a child, a queen at 18, a celebrity soon thereafter, She was an object of speculation and veneration, gossip and legend, even in her own time. And that's Miles reading Stacey Schiff's biography, Cleopatra. Miles says that she has a blueprint for the approach she takes for her productions. She first goes all the way through a book, blocking out as many distractions as possible as she reads. She doesn't read books she's working on while on the subway, for instance, because she views the experience as too choppy. 
As she's reading a book in preparation for a production, she takes notes on her iPad, using highlights and colors to signal changes in how she reads various words, phrases, and passages. She says that she goes through the book and essentially makes a map for herself. She notes where she needs to breathe with especially long sentences. She marks where she needs to adjust her tone to illuminate contrasting ideas. Miles is also very much a researcher, especially when she works on projects where she must adopt various accents. When she was preparing for a production of Jamaica Kincaid's Annie John, Miles decided she wanted her narrator accent to sound distinctly Antiguan, drawing on Kincaid's birthplace. Miles wanted to avoid presenting audiences with a stereotypical Jamaican accent. Unfortunately, adopting a Jamaican accent to signal any place in the Caribbean is an all-too-common practice. To prepare for reading Annie John, Miles studied by listening to storytellers from Antigua. She then adapted and slightly adjusted what she heard to achieve a desired sound. The results were remarkable. I loved very much, and so used to torment until she cried, a girl named Sonia. She was smaller than I, even though she was almost two years older, and she was a dunce, the first real dunce I had ever met. She was such a dunce that sometimes she could not remember the spelling of her own name. I would try to get to school early and give her my homework so that she could copy it, and in class I would pass her the answers to sums. My friends ignored her. And whenever I mentioned our name in a favorable way, they would twist up their lips and make a sound to show their disdain. I thought her beautiful, and I would say so. This episode was written by Howard Ramsey. The episode was edited by Elizabeth Kelly. Remarkable Receptions is part of the Black Literature Network, a joint project from African-American Literary Studies at Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, and the History of Black Writing at the University of Kansas. The project was made possible by the generous support of the Mellon Foundation. For more information, visit blacklitnetwork.org.